Hi, beloved. I'm just listening to the Bible, and I it's the beginning of Matthew. And I was just thinking, uh, the devil, when he sought to tempt Jesus, the devil was not dealing with Adam's woman anymore. You know what I mean? So he says to Jesus, Hey, you know, if you're the son of God, do this. Right? He he used what he does. He did what he what he does. And Jesus was not in a garden. Whoa. He was in a wilderness. You know, he wasn't well fed and come on, he wasn't naked and unashamed. Do you know what I mean? He was unashamed. But I mean, he wasn't in that garden environment. You know? He was he was hungry. And he wasn't hungry. Like, I have not eaten in like seven hours. Someone, right? Someone feed me. He was hungry. Like, I haven't eaten in 40 days. People who have fasted know that that's a long time to go without food and even as we say well you know I fasted you know I've done that long or whatever we haven't done it in the wilderness do you know what I mean We, we haven't you know we haven't done it with the beasts and when we say beasts right we're not talking like cats and dogs you know he's out there with who knows what kind of you know, creatures of creation. And yet, praise you, Jesus. He was faithful. He was faithful in it. Tried. Struggling. Challenge. And maybe even, I mean, after 40 days, maybe even delirious. I mean, we don't know what physically it felt like to be out there day and night and and that not with like uh salvation not so is it salvation no no not with like uh is it salvation army what's it called you know the stores where you go in and you get the camping supplies like that's not (laughs) there was no sense of like luxury about it or preparedness in that way he didn't even know it was happening he had just had this amazing time Sorry about that. Um, He wasn't in any sense prepared for this humanly. He knew he was getting baptized. He went to get baptized. But then it says the Holy Spirit drove him to the wilderness, drove him there. And then because he was there, we don't know if he had any idea how long he was going to be there. He's just there. Oh my goodness. Now he just heard from the Lord that he that he was God's beloved son and that God was pleased with him. But then his experience was that he was being tried and that it was very difficult. 
I mean, you know, who knows if we had breakfast that morning, you know, I'm going to go get baptized. Maybe I'm not going to eat before I do this, you know, that kind of thing. But he, oh my goodness, um, was suddenly somewhere, maybe cold, and again another day, and again another day, and again another day. And then when he does meet someone, he's confronted by the enemy. Now we know when the enemy confronted Adam's woman, he was not upfront about it. He was sneaky. So we don't even know what Jesus' experience was. Like, we don't know exactly how he looked. You know, if he came like one of the beasts, or if he came, you know, like a stranger, like, you know, with food or something. Anyway, I'm, I was just, for just a quick second, I was like, whoa, Lord, you're so faithful. You're so faithful. And he was, like, prepared in terms of who he was and how he lived. You know, he was, he lived at the ready, in a way. Amen? Um, after 18 years, you know, waiting to to get to it, you know. Well, Lord, I just praise you. I just thank you this morning for your faithfulness. And I recognize, Father, whoa, I recognize, Father God, that, Things occur that don't mean that you're angry with your people. I, I ask in Jesus' name, you know, 77 inches of snow. That's a lot of snow. And uh, that it's, you know, numbers, right? But it's just interesting. Um I was just mentioning that <laughs> I was on an elevator. Oh, sorry, I was on an elevator that got stuck on the seventh floor. I was just mentioning it, and this I mentioned it on a Friday. Um, no, 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 no. It happened on a Friday. I mentioned it the following Monday while I was in the elevator with somebody, and while I was talking about it, I accidentally pressed seven. Okay. <laughs> So the elevator stopped on the seventh floor, and it was just kind of funny, right? Well, the person that I was with said, there's something to this. Now, again, <laughs> I don't, I'm not superstitious. I don't, you know, count the days or something, you know. Um, <clears throat> but I'm going to go ahead and share. They said, there's something to this. And they said, there's something about 77. There's something about 77. And I didn't do a lot with that at first. And the Lord spoke to them later on about, oh, I don't remember what it was. Oh, I do remember what it was. They told me that Colorado, was it in the mountains? I want to say in the mountains was now 77 and maybe even 0.77% healed of drought and it was a specific area that this was true and it might have been the mountains well that's cool you know I'm like well that's neat 77.7 or 77 that's neat well then I got on the I got on the internet and I looked up the bible like where does it talk about 77 
And the first thing I saw was, I think it was Luke. And it was talking about how, how often, <laughs> Peter, how, how often would you like me to forgive? I was just checking in because is it seven times? <laughs> and who knows who he had in mind, you know? <laughs> I mean, things prompt your questions. You don't just go, you know. Um, so how how long is a dinosaur's tail? Like, where would you get that from? You know what I mean? What, what prompted you to ask that? Well, uh, <laughs> seven times? Like, you know, like when I get to eight, are we done? You know? <laughs> and Jesus said, hmm. Seven, not seven, but 77. What I felt like I heard when I read it was like, you do it until it's complete. You forgive and you keep on forgiving. And you forgive sort of mechanically, you know, I forgive you. And you forgive repeatedly. Okay, I forgave them for that. And you forgive them from your heart. Okay, I just surrender. I just yield myself to this I forgive them you know where you just allow yourself to not be offended to not hold on to not have a grudge to not insist that they um, say a certain thing about it before you give them that mercy that pardon okay and by the way praise you Jesus People have asked, you know, hey, so sing about forgiveness. Don't they have to, like, say, I'm so sorry? Well, the thing about pardon, um, presidents in the last few cycles have been known to pardon people, right? So people will have done something, whatever they did, and they were sent to jail for whatever it was. And then someone is in office who has... A heart for their plight. The the president's not saying that they didn't do it, and it. I don't believe that the president has to prove that they are sorry they did it. I, my understanding of what it means to pardon is to say it's okay. You can go. Jesus did not test the woman who had been caught with her pants down, with her dress down, with her dress up. He only asked her where her accusers were. That was his question to her. Where are your accusers? You know? There, there weren't any. He goes, I don't accuse you either. You go. And he did say, don't sin anymore. He wasn't saying, you know, party, you know, chick. I'm sorry we interrupted you. You know what I mean? No, it wasn't like that. But it was, um, you can go. And I have a sense that that in itself was so insulting. And why? Not just because, I'm sorry. Um, I've got stuff going on and I have to clean, but I really want to share with you. So it'll, it, there might be a little bit of movement around, a little noise. Um, he's not saying party. Um, and I have a sense that this 
can really, let's just say in the past, right? Let's just speak kingdom to just all creation, amen? That in the past, this could really bring a struggle to people who feel ritualistically holy, healthy, um, on top of things, um, together, got their lists, checked it twice, haven't done that in a hundred years, kind of a people, right? Like, well, sure, I've done it, but shoot, I haven't done that since I was, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. To have a woman just right that second, not even just accused, right? Although that is what it is, right? She was just accused. I mean, Jesus wasn't there, right? They, They told him she did this. Who were they? Are they his best friends? Are they her judges? No, they were her accusers. Isn't that something? They weren't her judges in his sight. In his sight, they were her accusers. That's so powerful. Okay, so he says 77. Pardon, 77 times. And it seems to say, you, you, you just keep doing it. 74, 75, no, 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 just, just, just keep doing it, um, forgive, that there's something about this activity of giving for someone, purely, forgiveness is so pure, forgiveness is, you're, you're not holding anything back, you're not holding on to anything, um, you're letting it go, have you ever heard someone say, let it go, just let it go, man, it's it's done like if two guys are kind of like like they want to fight right and their friends are like dude let it go just whatever you know it's your point or you know let them have the point or whatever thinking about a game they might be playing um praise you jesus um it's so pure by definition it's such a it's such a pure thing and it's so rich the the person who forgives the people who forgive that group that race that nation they've got to seem kooky do you know what they did you see what they did you know what no you know and that's interesting when you talk about peace. And I, I often, when I talk about peace, I say, I'm not saying cheap peace. I'm not trying to sell people cheap peace. But I am, frankly, saying something that might seem cheap to some. Because if you're doing it without getting, uh, what do you call it, a pound of flesh... I was thinking an ounce of something. A pound of flesh. If you're not asking for that pound of flesh, if you're not holding on to, you know, the date and time and the weather and the, come on, the wind factor, if you're not watching them, just ready. Like, I dare you. Try to do it again, you know? Because I remember kind of a thing. You know? Uh, you know, I'll call it so fast and I'll do this so quick. You won't even do it. Like that sense of basically controlling people by threatening them, right? Threatening them with the law, not, not necessarily using the law, right? 
we're talking about people who are um, forgiving, being forgiven, not actually using the law, but not actually using the law in that moment, but using it as leverage. You know, you were wrong back there. When? Uh, Huh? Last week. Okay, well, this is next week. Yeah, well, you were wrong. Don't think I've forgotten that. Why do you say that? Because you don't want them to do it again. Because you're saying, don't go back there. Because I, I, I could still, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I didn't back there, you know. I didn't do that. I could have, you know. I could have sent you up the river. I could have expelled your blankety-blank. And I didn't. So, just remember that. <laughs> well, that remembering that's supposed to keep you in line. It's another form of using the law. Right? It's a, it's a lesser sentence. You're able to be out, but it's almost like you've got a thing on your ankle, you know, because you're having to check in. You're having to behave. You're paying, but you're not paying as high a price. Isn't that something? But when you forgive, oh, my goodness, where are they going? Well, where'd she go? Who? Well, that wasn't there a woman here with, like, hardly any clothes on? Well, like, with none? Crying and snotting and shaking weren't they about to what didn't she isn't she dead Hmm. she's not what happened what happened oh she's i think she's probably gone home well she may have gone back to where she was to get her clothes and then gone home or you are kidding me wait you let a known adult adulteress a woman who no rehabilitation no classes Okay, well, oh, she must have begged. Uh-uh. What'd she say? That she didn't have any accusers anymore. Well, that's it? That's it. Huh. <laughs> hmm. And she, you just let her go. Do you know where she's going? Do you know, do you know her name? Do you know, did you get her, did you tell the police? Did you? Okay. Well, what's the world going to be like if you let all these people go? Well, what did you do? I told her not to sin anymore. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I told her not to sin anymore. You you told her don't sin anymore. And that's that was all you did. You just said don't sin anymore. Okay. 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 You know, and you get Jesus when he says, um, who touched me? And they're like, dude, there's people everywhere. Like they're so carnal, not carnal, like sexual, carnal, like just meaty, like manny, like human, like there's people everywhere. Like, you know, yo, man, you know, Vinny, you know, I don't know that kind of thing. Right. Praise you, Jesus. 77 times. He's showing a new way. He's not giving an instance. Like, here's an example. No, he's saying, this is the way. This is the way. So I love being on um, platforms and listening and learning. And there's a lot of justice and, you know, dad blasteds, you know. But there's a way. All of these topics that are discussed and you like or don't like the way that somebody feels about them, well, you might in wisdom not say anything, but there's a way to think and feel 
towards those people who are saying whatever you so don't agree with. There's a way. Jesus walked that way, right? We don't hear of him um, taking anybody to court. He, he let a couple people know how he felt, but it's interesting, right? They weren't people accused. They were the accusing. Okay, so that's one of the 77s <laughs> that I did, I did remember. But then another one, um, I think it's maybe Luke 7-7. Seven, seven. One was Matthew. No, it's Matthew 7-7. Seven, seven. It's ask, seek, knock. And if you, in an English, ask begins with an A, seek begins with an S, and K begins with a K, knock begins with a K. So it also spells out ask, ask seek and knock that knocking and seeking hello lord what's going on how how do i is this it and asking lord jesus this is all maybe asking right just you know um you he'll, he'll give you what you're seeking you're like, well, I asked. And then we have more of the Bible to touch on. But I'm interested in something. Luke 7, 7, I think, is talking, talking about forgiveness. Luke is talking about giving. Give and keep giving and keep giving and keep giving and keep giving. Matthew's talking about ask. Ask, seek, knock. And, and you're, you're going to receive it. Just believe how do you believe for these things? How do you believe for like miracles? How do you believe for like unlikelies? How do you actually hold on to a prophecy until it's fulfilled and really believe it through some of the trials of it looking like it's not going to happen? How do you do this? I believe walking in forgiveness helps. I believe being a merciful vessel helps you have hope. I believe there's a humility to letting somebody else off the hook that that kind of like is also like a portal or a window opening you into the way of God, one who gives you stuff you don't deserve. Isn't that something? If you're if you're meeting out punishment or if you're scolding someone in your heart or if you're just staring at him, waiting for him to do the same thing again. You know, if you're living legalistically, if you're living inside the law, if you are, if you're, you know, uh, forget grace, you know, dad blasted, I need change, right? Um, and there are boundaries and God has taught me some boundaries and teaches me about boundaries. So I'm not, I'm not talking about doormat, which is an interesting nuance, but let's keep going on this vein, right? in this vein that the same way that Jesus marveled at the centurion who said to him, you don't need to come in. My servant is sick. Now, if he's going to come to Jesus, who was a Jew, who was not the most popular among the Jewish officials with whom he might even be familiar, if he's going to come to Jesus and ask for something, humble himself, right? He's a part of a ruling class. If he's going to ask for something, um, 
he, he probably believes Jesus can do it. He's already, right, coming down in the world's eyes to meet with this guy. And Jesus says, it's, the Bible says Jesus marvels at his faith. But is his faith just, you don't have to come into my house, you just say the word and I know it's going to happen. Is that the faith that Jesus marveled at? Or did he marvel where it came from? Did he marvel that this is a guy who is so under authority and is so in authority that he understands authority? So that when the authority of authorities is here and he has need, real need, he, he's okay with you stand right where you are. I understand authority, and you are it. You have it. If you'll just say the word. If you'll just say the word. Now, (laughs) um, when the woman was caught with adultery, right, all he did was say a word to her. Sin no more. That's all he said. He didn't spank her. He didn't ask her to repeat it back to him. He had such authority. If God commands you to do something, in that command, you have power and authority to do it by faith. You're believing that's the case. Jesus said, nobody takes my life from me. I lay it down. I'm laying my life down freely. He said, I have this command from my Father. Talk about living by faith. He marveled at a man who was so in and under authority that he was okay with his servant inside the house being dependent, his life being dependent on the word coming out of Jesus' mouth. Not his touch, not his presence, physical presence, but just say it. You say it and I'm done. Here's Jesus now by the word that has proceeded out of his Father God's mouth, trusting, I can lay my life down and I'll pick it back up again. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That kind of faith, which he clearly struggled to manifest. Amen. Faith in his heart manifesting in his waking life as he like what is going on with this experience God you know my father praise you Jesus but that kind of faith may make way for that kind of forgiveness forgive them they don't know what they're doing that place you come to on the journey, the healing and flourishing, abiding and marrying, joining journey with Jesus. You do the forgiving that he calls you to do and faith, amen, increases. You do that faith that he's calling you to live and forgiveness flows flows more freely, perhaps. This is a I'm, I'm postulating this, and you've been with me. I, I didn't plan on saying it. I didn't see it before I was saying it. 
Thank you, Lord, for revelation. If I am hearing you well or if this is flowing from your spirit. I was preaching yesterday, and then I'll let you go. I was preaching yesterday. I was talking about generational stuff and how it, something will look one way in one generation, and then you come through the generations, and you go, oh, my goodness, this thing I'm seeing here might have actually come from that thing I can see over there way back, three, four, five generations, but an iteration of it so that by the time you're looking at it today, it doesn't look like that, so it's seen differently. It's judged differently, right? It's, it's experienced differently, perhaps. Praise you, Jesus. By that same token, as we walk by faith, as we forgive by faith, as we read a word in the Bible and believe it, and so then receive it in our hearts, and then experience it issuing forth in our life, we are then walking into experiences, circumstances that are dictated, that are anointed, that are appointed by the word, that have been literally paved by things God has said that are allowed. and gifted, graced to us. Isn't that something? Keep hearing developmental pathway, the pathway developing through our faith, not just there's the path and we're walking by faith on it. But no, here's a step. Keep walking. And that path is being developed by the faith that we are experiencing increase as we go (laughs) no no not seven am i there you know peter am i there yet (laughs) because i got a guy (laughs) you know there's this guy back here i have already gone i'm up to like four man i'm just asking am i pretty close 77 man whoa what that's so deep man 77 you only knew what he did 77 it feels then like that forgiveness is working something in us where we want to work something out like you need to quit such and such and again i'm not saying there are no boundaries but i'm saying in general right this art and heart to forgive y'all need to you know you just all y'all you know that's enough um that there's a there's a way there's a being there's a key to the kingdom kingdom kids are a certain way they let you off the hook they let you go free they divest themselves of offenses they don't waste their energy on what you did and when you did and how many times you did and they look to the Lord for how to respond to you there's a flexibility in their soul that they're not tied to your sin against them or in some way inviting them to upset okay 
praise you, Lord. I love you, Lord. And I thank you, beloved, for listening. Amen. We keep learning.